Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Rabbi Dan Lieberman and this is the 10-Minute Pirkei Avot Podcast. So here we go with the sixth Mishnah of the first chapter of Pirkei Avot. Yeshua ben Prachia v'nitai ha'arbeli kiblu mehem. Yeshua ben Prachia and nitai ha'arbeli, nitai of Arbel. They received from the previous two, which were Yossi ben Yoezer and Yossi ben Yochanan. Yeshua ben Prachia Omer, Yeshua ben Prachia says, Asei lecha rav, make for yourself a teacher, okne lecha chaver, and acquire for yourself as a friend. And you should judge everybody favorably. Okay, so Yoshua ben Prachia, first of all, very interesting. He was uh, active uh, before and during the one of the most difficult times for rabbis uh, in the Second Temple period. That was the time of Alexander Yanai, who was a particularly unpleasant uh, Hellenized uh, king. Uh, he uh, decided he wants to kill all of the Purushim, all of the Pharisees and the rabbis, and they, he ended up trying to do so. So Yoshua ben Prachia escaped and he went to live in Alexandria, which at the time was a very big community. Uh, when the danger has passed and Alexander Yanai died, he was summoned back um, by uh, Shimon ben Shetach, who we're gonna, his student, Shimon ben Shetach, we're going to read about him soon. Um, because he was the brother-in-law of the king, Alexandriana. His wife was the famous Shlomtzion Amalka, uh, Queen Shlomtzion, and she was uh, Shimon ben Shedach's sister, and she protected him. So uh, Yoshua ben Prachia also, uh, although the chronology doesn't actually allow for this, uh, had a certain student called uh, Yeshu, uh, who some believe to be a certain man from Nazareth, Although that is certainly the chronology doesn't work for that, but no, it's an interesting person. Nitar Bali was the head of the Sanhedrin. Uh, we'll talk about him uh, later on in the next Mishnah because that's his Mishnah. But we're going to read uh, about Rabbi Shuvin practice the Mishnah. So, what does he say? I say, Rav, make for yourself a teacher. This is very important. Make for yourself a teacher. You have to find yourself someone who can teach you. Now, the rabbis Rambam and Rabbeinu Yonah and oh, all over the place, the Meiri, various, various different rabbis and various different uh, explanations about this. What could first of all possibly be called a teacher? How do you go about finding yourself a teacher? What type of uh, character are you looking for when you appoint for yourself a teacher? And... It's, it's very important. However, over here, in this Mishnah, the very important word is lecha, you. A point for yourself. You have to find yourself a teacher that you can relate to. It's very easy to have someone give great and abstract ideas about the Torah. But if those ideas don't speak to you and you're not able to connect with them, then that doesn't help you very much. Um, so therefore, you have to find someone. Rabbeinu Yona says that, you know, make sure that you find a, a proper study partner. Someone who, can, who you can 
argue with and have machloket and backwards and forwards and discussion about about the Mishnah, about the Gemara, about Halakha, but find someone who you can who you can contend with, and that person is your teacher. By you two working it out together, you're teaching each other, and and this is this is a very very important. Uh, Rabbi Chaim Soloveitchik talks about it. Uh, about your teacher being the one who's be who, who's able to hold you back from from making uh, wrong decisions that you may be able to read uh, in certain books, uh, and it's it's important that, that that you find yourself a rabbi, we find yourself a teacher that 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 works for you, that appeals appeals to your your understanding, because if you don't do that, you're going to end up you know going against the Torah because. You need it. You need someone above you. You need someone who's able to guide you in those areas. But it has to be someone that you're relatable to. Someone who's able to speak to your understanding. You need a, a mentor almost that that is able to co- to to transmit the the traditions that we have, the important traditions, in a way that you find it able to be implementable. That you're able to understand it. You're able to digest it, and you have to uh, you have to you have to have it in a way that that you can you can implement what's going on. So. That's why it's very important to have Rabbanim and teachers for that day because people are different, people develop, people, uh, their attitudes develop, the certain things change in, in, in the way they think and certain, certain different attitudes to study, certain different attitudes about what a person, person should be studying, uh, what the focus of study should be from different people in different areas. You've got to find someone who fits for you. So I say lecha rav. The rav himself has to be for you. It's not just I say rav. Make uh, make a rabbi, make a teacher. It's someone who has someone who's able to talk to you. Okay, kenei lecha chaver. Interesting. You acquire yourself a friend. Why why is this word um, used? Acquire. It seems some sort of a, a financial issue. In fact, uh, in the Gemara, Rav talks about it. That, that, that proper friendship is going to cost you a lot of money. Um, but it's, it's really it's uh, it's showing that a friendship is transactional. A friendship is a way that each person is giving to the other, and thereby will receive something in in in, in person. A proper and true friendship it consists of unconditional giving. You give, you give, you give, and if both sides are giving, then of course both sides are also receiving. And this is what the the, the nature of a strong and and properly lasting uh, lasting friendship. The, if you look for the story of of uh, of David and Jonathan uh, in 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 the Tanakh in in the book of Shmuel, you see they were just they just gave to each other. People who give to each other these are proper friendships, and they're talking about. Uh, Relationships. The the uh, and Prachi is talking about relationships. He's talking about uh, not just a friendship between two uh, people. Talking about friendships and relationships between spouses, uh, parents and children, things like that. You have to be a, in a transactional relationship of giving. You, and the whole point of having relationships with other human beings is so that you're able to develop a relationship with Hashem. And the Rashi um, Rashi. Uh, Gives the idea of 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 the Torah. He refers to it's like books. You know, it's uh, you, you're supposed to have something with which to study. Um, books are your friends. You're supposed to have a person who is who is, you can interact with and and someone who can teach you something like a rabbi, but someone who you're able to to rub together. So this this idea of seilach and kneilach are coming one after the other. 
that's uh, that's uh, very very important and and this is how we are if, if a person is always giving a person is always in in a relationship in in a positive way and trying to influence that in in a constructive manner then that's what is. you're always putting yourself out you're always trying to acquire yourself a friend you're giving in order to to, to have friends and put put this together and the last the last idea in the mission of have done Everyone should be judged favorably. Uh, this is uh, an amazing thing. You know, so many times in our lives, we, we don't, we don't uh, look at people in the right way. We see certain people doing things and we don't judge them favorably. You know, it's, it's so possible to see someone doing something that you, you believe is wrong. And in fact, what they're doing is righteous. I remember when I, was, uh, I would go home from shul, I'd be walking home from shul, and my dad would be driving his car. And he might think, oh, well, he's a religious guy. He's driving his car in Shabbos. Well, he's a doctor and he's going to save someone's life. So if all you see is someone driving a car, you'll you'll judge that person for, for breaking Shabbat. But if you know the full story, if you judge that person favorably, actually what he's doing is he's doing the most important thing of all. He's saving somebody's life. And it's so important to judge someone favorably. And later on, the Mishnah will tell us about not judging a book by its cover. I've got a great personal uh, anecdote about, about this. I... Uh, I moved here to Australia, and when it's difficult, when you move to Australia, you move to a different country or a different place. There's there's so many small things that you don't really take into account that you have to that you have to renew. You've got to find new avenues to to pursue. Uh, like, I don't know. You find you've got to find someone to repair your car. You've got to find someone who you know who you trust to do these certain things. And one of those things is you need to find a barber who's gonna you know a person's a man's relationship with his barber is very is very personal and very important. You find a good one, and you know you do. You come to a new place. You don't know anything about anything. So I went on Google and I googled the closest barber with a good review, and I found one. And I went there and there was a choice between two barbers. One of them was a gentleman who, you know, looked for all extents and purposes like a normal person, like a normal you and me, like every other person. And the other person was covered in tattoos from head to toe and has these huge holes in his ears of these stretched ear earlobes. And he looks like a person you would cross the road to avoid from. So uh, I chose the normal looking person because I don't want to get involved with a guy like that. And I went to the first few times to that person. And then I, uh, he was booked up and there was no one else to go to. So I went to the other guy. And it turns out that he's the nicest, sweetest, most gentle human being in the whole world. And I judged him. I didn't judge him favorably. And I judged him by, by his appearance. And, and I have, I've, I've apologized to him for that because he's a beautiful, beautiful human being. And just because he looks like uh, someone that you'd cross the road to avoid is, is really it's really my fault for judging him like that and I shouldn't have done so we have to judge everybody favorably we have to judge everybody as we as we find them as human beings as we try and try and find the good in everybody's actions try and find that spark of Hashem because every single person Jewish not Jewish it doesn't matter who you are is created but Selem Elohim in in the image of Hashem and we we have to respect the image of Hashem we have to respect the, the, the person as a human being. He has a contribution that he can make to the world. He's, he's valuable. And just because he might be, look a bit different to you or he might be doing something that you don't think is appropriate, well, how do you know? You must judge the person favorably and you must, you must get involved. And it's another important thing that you really shouldn't judge anything. As you know, I'm studying for Dayanot at the moment. You, know, you can't judge anything until you have all the facts, until you have all the knowledge of what's going on. And you don't. The only one who's got all of the facts and all of the knowledge is Hashem. And therefore, Hashem is the Dayan Emetch. Hashem is the proper judge. And everyone else, we don't, have, we don't have all the evidence. So therefore, we can't rule guilty. 
we can't rule that the person is guilty because we don't have any evidence because we don't have all the evidence at all because we, we're not Hashem. So therefore, it's incumbent upon us as Dayanim, if you're going to judge someone, then you have to judge them favorably. That is the recipe for a fantastic society and something that is helpful and healthy for all of us. I wish you a fantastic, fantastic day. Hashem should bless you with all good things and I'll see you again tomorrow.